Well, welcome back for another fantastic episode of Feed the Fish. In the background, you might be able to discern a car driving past and ruining my audio, but that's okay. We're going to not dwell on that. We're going to carry on. I've got a Coke. It's still fizzing, you know, and it's just pop, 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 and you can feel it there on the side. Coke to one side. I've just arrived home after a long and busy day, and we're going to start our podcast episode. Can you believe that this is episode 14? Can you believe that? It's really flown by. I mean, I do an episode once a week, so it's been 14 weeks of this podcast. That's three and a bit months. That's crazy, right? Absolutely crazy. But it's fantastic to do this. It's a lot of fun. And as a matter of fact, this is the last episode of the first season. We're going to start the new season next week. Um, It is World Podcast Day this Thursday, and that's kind of the, the hinge of this season. I thought I'd done 13 episodes, and that was like, you know, like a TV series, but it turns out I've done 13 already, and so this is episode 14, so instead of starting the new season on episode 14, I'll start it with episode 15, but does it really matter? No, and honestly, we're just making this stuff, as, stuff up as we're going along. So, episode 14. What will I be talking about today? Well, I'm, today I'm going to be talking about getting photographic prints made, which is a bit of a niche thing, really, but... It's really valuable and just about everybody takes photos these days and so there's there's really value in doing this and listening to this even if you aren't a professional photographer I mean I'm not really a I don't know are you a practicing photographer I'm not currently working as a full-time professional photographer I suppose so this in, in many ways only partially applies to me anyways here we go every one of us these days everyone has a smartphone So everyone is taking photos. You might be taking selfies. You might be taking photos of your food before you eat it. You might be taking photos of places you've gone. Even if they're cell phone photographs, let's just be honest. Cell phone cameras are absolutely fantastic these days. I mean, I was watching the Apple event just the other week and seeing the new iPhones and the camera camera work that they're able to do with a phone like that with a camera that size is absolutely incredible. And this is just chilling in everyone's pocket. And so in many ways, everyone has a sort of professional level camera. Now, of course, a real camera at full size is probably better. Um, I myself take my professional photographs on a full size camera, um, APS-C, not not full frame, but you don't have to get into it. I, I take them on a real camera. When you think of a camera, I've got a camera that looks like that. But everyone takes phone photographs, even I do. I mean, if I look back at some of the phone photographs I've taken over the past couple of days, I went to an art exhibition. I took some photographs there of the art. Um, That's sort of photos of places I've been. I've taken some functional photographs. Very often my phone's with me when I'm at work, and I'll take a photograph of something that I need to show someone or do something. I was busy uh, attaching microphones to a music stand, so I've taken a photo of the old attachment versus the new attachment. Not so exciting. I've got a couple of selfies here. Uh, selfies with my siblings we went for um, hamburgers and ice cream I've got a photograph here of a dog uh, at one of my friends dogs I got a photograph of him sitting her sitting it's a photograph of her sitting in front of the fence and the other dog he owns has its nose stuck underneath the fence so just a sort of photo that's not really a professional photo it's not well framed it's not well done the gallery photos are good I'm happy with those but this is by no means a glorious photo that I'd frame The next photo is just a photo of my petrol gauge before I took a trip. And the next is a photo of a gorgeous sunset. 
So it really varies. It completely varies. Uh, a couple of photos back, I've got a photograph of my family dog. And then a selfie in the city centre in Cape Town. My wife and I went away last week. And then a photograph of us pointing at a sundial. Which is a bit of a running joke because my brother keeps mentioning sundials. So I've got all kinds of different photographs that I take on my phone. But I take a lot of them. I think they add up. Um, probably around. It's hard to tell because I try and delete them religiously. But I take a good number of photographs. Maybe... Maybe about a thousand photographs on my phone a year. Now, I delete quite a lot of those. I, I think I've only got about 3,000 photographs on my phone. Uh, if you're not a big photographer, maybe that'll horrify you. Maybe that's the biggest number of photos you've ever heard in your entire life. And you don't know how I cope. And you're wondering, should I go for counseling of some kind? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I promise. I just take lots of photos. But what do I do with them? Well, if I'm anything like you... Whoops, just hit the table... If I'm anything like you, do you know what I do? I take those photos, I take a great photograph of them, and then, you know what? I do nothing with them. I leave them on my phone, and they die, never to be seen again. Or maybe, maybe, maybe one up, maybe I Instagram them. Once. And then they die, and I never see it again. I mean, it's pretty brutal, isn't it? I mean, the life of a photograph... Even the... Imagine the very best photograph you've ever taken on your phone. The best of the year. How many times do you look at that photograph and think, sure, that captured an amazing memory. That captured an amazing moment. That's... That's the perfect picture of... Whatever. Well, I bet you don't. I bet you've got it on your phone, sitting somewhere... And it's faded into the anonymity of digital abandonment. So how do you avoid that? Well, there are two ways to avoid it. The one's the cheap way, the one's the expensive way. The cheap way is to make it your phone background for the next year. Um, I try and do that, to be honest. <laughs> I try and, my phone background, I try and make it a photo that I've taken. A photo that I'm proud of, a photo that I like, a photo that I can look at every day and go, yeah, you know, you're not so bad after all. It's kind of fun to pat yourself on the back every now and a while, and it's an easy way to do it. It's a way to customize things. It's a way to remember that holiday you took. Um, I try not to take bad photos and put them on. I mean, obviously, try and take a nice photo, like a landscape or something that could almost be a sort of very neutral phone background. I mean, if I put up my phone now and I look at it, the first sort of the photo I have as my lock screen is of a, is of a flower. It's a pin cushion, not literally a cushion with pins in it. But it's a kind of flower you get here in Cape Town, which has very bright, rich colours and has lots of little bursts. It's almost like bursts of sun radiating out from the flower. It's quite beautiful and I've got that as my sort of lock screen with warm colours. And my home screen is actually a photograph of ice cream against a, a, a beautiful blurred background of Fainboss, which is again another kind of, it's a kind of plant life that we get here in, in Cape Town. Anyways... I've got these photographs that could be found as a background on just about anybody's phone. They don't look particular to me. They're normal phone backgrounds, but they're my phone backgrounds that I took, that I photographed. And that's one way. But we're here to talk about printing. The different ways to print your photographs. Some ways are more expensive and some are cheaper. Now, one of the most fun ways to print your photographs and one of the most approachable and affordable is to print some Polaroid pictures. Way back when you'd get a Polaroid camera. 
you'd take the photograph and the camera would spit out this sort of black square of paper and you'd wave it around and damage the image lol and you, you'd basically wave it around and you'd wait a bit and you'd wait a bit and eventually the image would develop before your very eyes the black would fade and the colors would emerge and all of a sudden you had this photograph literally in your hand now i never had a polaroid camera so i can't say i know the experience all that well i've only seen it happen at parties but i thought that was pretty a pretty funky trick and so I thought, you know, Polaroids are quite nice. It's nice to have a photograph to hold in your hands, to look at it. And very early on when we were dating, my wife and I, she bought me for my birthday as a gift. I think it was the first birthday that, that I had while we were dating. And as a gift, as a birthday present, she brought for me this, this set of Polaroids of my Instagram pictures. And it was incredible because I opened up the little package and inside were all my Instagram photographs. Photos of wildlife, photos of flowers, photos of landscapes, uh, photographs, not so much of people. But the point is, there were all these photographs that I'd taken and they were in the flesh. They were real life. I could hold them. I could look at them. I could write on them. I never brought myself to write on them. I liked them as they were. But it was so cool to have my photos there and I could put those on my coffee table and my guests could come and look at them or something like that. And it was such a great experience and it's so approachable because Polaroids are very cost effective. They're cheap. Um, they're, they're not expensive at all and I won't set a price to it because the price does vary depending on where you are and if you're listening to me from overseas there'll be a different price to here and we've got currency conversions and whatnot so let's avoid that entirely and you can just imagine that you print them and they're affordable and that's about the end of it that's the first way and it's very cool these little sort of coaster sized photographs that you can just have you can get two versions there's one that's totally square and there's another which has a square photograph, but it's got a bit of a chin, like a, like a iMac, I suppose. It's got a little chin at the bottom where you can write stuff if you want. And those can be really nice gifts to give to people, things to stick in your fridge. Uh, those are fantastic. All right, round two. Level up. Canvas print. Canvas prints used to be super expensive, and they still can be if you're printing a really big one. But if you print a canvas print about A1, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not cheap, it's not free. Um, it's about the price of three and a half books of general novel length, uh, a price of one omnibus of Frank Herbert's Dune, a price of, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to measure by any other standard, but it's, a, it's about three good, solid, big, large books worth. And you can basically take this print, it's A1's pretty big, A1's about maybe half the size of the desk that I'm sitting at right now. No, that's, that's, no, A1's pretty big, A1's pretty big, I'm terrible at measurement, but it's pretty big, and essentially what you can do is you can get these prints made, and normally what I advise is going for test print first, uh, many photograph, photography printing uh, company places will offer you a test print at a reduced price some will let you do the test print for a cheaper price and then you can do the test print look at it and go yes i approve and then often what they'll do is they'll take the price that you paid towards the test print and give you the test print for free and credit that towards you towards the purchase of the full size thing so in a sense the test print ends up being free if you accept it it's a bit like a quote and anyways i'm i'm printing an image right now so i have printed a canvas print before 
That went really well. I was very happy with the test print. And immediately I said yes to the second print and now it hangs in my living room. It's this beautiful photograph, if I say so myself, of the sun rising across the mountains. It's the sun rising where I live now and it's taken from Cork Bay Harbour, which is this picturesque harbour and it's just incredible. Anyways, I've got the sun rising there and the second photo that I'm printing right now, um, it's in fact I'm waiting for the company to call me. Uh, Orms Photographic Warehouse is the sort of photography side of the company and Orms Print Room and Framing is the printing side of the company. I honestly don't know how you might have told that or guessed that. Anyways, I'm printing it on brushed aluminium because I really want to give this photograph a bit of a texture to it and and the texture of brushed aluminium is quite a quite a unique texture. It catches the light in an interesting way and this is a large black and white photograph that I'm printing now. I took it on my honeymoon and it's this photograph of elephants and zebras on a field in the midst of Africa. It's absolutely beautiful. And there are two large elephants in the foreground, in the background is a, is a herd of zebras grazing. And then there's just, of course, grass and a very wide expanse of sky. But the sky is quite textureless. And so what I wanted to do was to, to sort of give a texture to it that made it play with the light where it was. And so this photograph is a sort of very light photograph that I can use to then take photographs and and basically what it does is this photograph by printing on this medium gives it a texture that the photograph doesn't have on its own. It takes it to the next level and it'll be this really interesting photograph that I can put up uh, perhaps behind me on a zoom call perhaps in my room uh, perhaps somewhere where I want to be reminded of the great experiences I had on my honeymoon and the places where my wife and I went and the animals we saw. My challenge to you, a simple challenge. Here it is, go and print a photograph. I challenge you to go and find a single photograph that you've taken. A photograph perhaps you've took, taken on your phone, perhaps you took it on even a real camera. Take that photograph and print it yourself. I challenge you to go and do it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be great to talk about it. And perhaps even give a gift to somebody. Perhaps go and find someone else's photograph that you like and, and print it out as a small little Polaroid and give it to them. Give it to them as a gift. Surprise them with it. It's a great gift to give to a friend and it's something that they entirely won't be expecting because these days we keep all our photographs on a drive, saved and backed up and whatever. So there you go. That was this week's episode of Feed the Fish and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week for Season 2.